Obviously, we take this situation extremely seriously. Uh, the individual in question never should have received an invitation, and uh, as soon as we found out, uh, we rescinded the invitation immediately. Uh, the Member of Parliament uh, who uh, included this individual uh, has and will assume full responsibility for his actions. Hmm. Well, that's leadership. Pass the buck to somebody else. Well, you know, just how does someone convicted of trying to assassinate someone who has this record of violence, ties to Sikh terror groups, I mean, how does that guy get into India? Not to mention gets to hang out with the delegation, gets an invitation to a state dinner, and apparently no vetting by the RCMP or CSIS. I mean, you see Justin Trudeau is pretty quick to blame everybody else for the uh, fact that Mr. Atwell turned up at the Bollywood Adventure, but there are way too many questions about how decisions are being made when it comes to uh, the Prime Minister's security. You know, does he even have security? Because why bother having security if it's not going to do anything? Because as we are now getting reports, last week, both CSIS and the High Commission were apparently told that Mr. Atwell was going and it was going to cause embarrassment. And what happened? How could they not have flagged this? Or did they? And it was ignored by the Prime Minister's office. Let's bring in Lee Humphrey to this conversation. He's the president of James International Security Consulting. Hello, Lee. Good evening, Alex. All right. So your reaction when you started to see these pictures surface was what? (laughs) Well, it was Joshua Boyle in a different outfit. You know, that was my first thought, is, is the same process was followed for Joshua Boyle um, and he still ended up in the prime minister's office. Yeah, I would actually think it might be worse this time because this guy somehow got, how does he get into India if he's, you know, would be on a no-fly list as he once was and he's got all these red flags, how could he even get into that country? Well, my guess would be the Canadian ambassador would have uh, spoken up for him or perhaps an MP would have sent a letter on his behalf to the Indian High Commission in Canada or the Indian Embassy in Canada lobbying uh, for him to be either granted a one-time visa or to be taken off that list. Is there any way that CSIS or the RCMP would not have flagged this guy for the Prime Minister's office? Absolutely no way. Um, the way it works is that when you're going to be in the presence of the Prime Minister in a smaller venue, a smaller function, um, everybody submits uh, their documentation, their ID, their social insurance number, and the RCMP liaison that sits inside the uh, PMO that does uh, the liaison for the security detail mm-hmm. uh, does background checks and vetting, <clears throat> excuse me, and flags anybody to the uh, chief of staff. Um, and the chief of staff then makes a final call, and that's where it sits. It's the PMO that makes that final decision on whether somebody is allowed into the presence of the prime minister or anybody that you know is under his, uh, the protective detail. Um, and under what circumstances. I mean, this guy, you need to only go to Google to find out his track record, which is an assassination attempt that he was convicted for, uh, fraud. He was, um, you know, charged and acquitted of almost beating a a liberal um, ex-premier and and cabinet minister, you know, within an inch of his life. Um, His ties to a, a youth organization, which is a Sikh group that was banned in this country. I mean, how... You know, this guy's got very deep ties to the Liberal Party, and it's not new. I mean, he's been around Michael Ignatieff, Bob Ray. He fundraises. He was sitting on, you know, on directive boards. What value does he bring, and why would he get to go, given 
we're trying to convince the Indian government that we're not soft on terror. Yeah, um, I think it's a, a pure political uh, decision made by the liberals, uh, especially the B.C. liberals that are looking for a voting segment within the uh, a small minority of the Sikh population that still supports that independence movement. And, uh, it, you know, they, they trumped security concerns with political concerns, and, and apparently they've done it repeatedly and for years. So what is the price to pay on something like this? Because we know that Prime Minister Modi has several times spoken to our Prime Minister about these concerns, that he's concerned uh, Palestine is, is, is being grown in Canada, and that he is concerned. Um, I have to think that it was brought up today in the meeting. I'd be shocked if behind closed doors uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi was not uh, uh, explaining very clearly the ramifications this would have on the business investment and the interaction between Canada uh, and India. And you can only look to that uh, other gaffe by the Prime Minister where he thought a billion dollars of investment was coming to Canada, and it turned out to be $250 million. I think that's got to be the lowest level of investment India's made in a, in a Western country in, in probably a decade, if not more. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's the message that was being sent, is that... Uh, we're not going to invest in Canada. We're not going to see Canada as a prime um, ally, uh, trading partner, um, if as long as you continue to down this path with extremists. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, Mr. Trudeau can say that it's the Liberal MP's fault, but the buck does stop with him. At some point, I have to believe the buck stops with him. Well, you know, this, this is another occasion of, of a complete epic fail uh, on, on the leadership front. Uh, you do not... Uh, when when something when you're at the top of the leadership pyramid, you you take absolute responsibility for all failings. <clears throat> Excuse me. And when a success occurs, you share it with your team. That's leadership. Mm-hmm. It's not passing it on and saying the other guy's responsible and the other guy's going to take responsibility. You take the responsibility because you're the head of government. You're the head of the party. And at the end of the day, you can do behind the scenes whatever you wish with that MP or anybody along the way that made choices that you dis, dis, uh, disagree with. But in public, uh, leaders take responsibility, real leaders take yeah. responsibility. Well, you know, the, the media obviously was asking about this today in Ottawa. They were asking about it in India. The Indian media was asking about it. And they marched out a top civil official uh, to explain some bizarre kind of conspiracy theory that, in fact, uh, it was the Indian government or an India security agency that, in fact, let this guy in so that Mr. Trudeau would look like a fool. I mean, so basically they, they blamed India. Yeah, I'm sure that really helped uh, um pacify uh, Mr. Modi's concerns, Prime Minister Modi's concerns. If anything, what they just did was inflame the situation with India. And uh, I have a feeling that the Prime Minister won't be visiting India anytime soon, and the Prime Minister of India won't be visiting Canada anytime soon. Do you think the damage is that severe? I do. You do? I do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, India is one of the top economies in the world, and Mm -hmm. it is an opportunity for growth Mm -hmm. Like nothing else, it it has a stable government, it has a lot of money, it has a lot of people, it has a lot of intellectual talent, um, and it is a huge growth platform for Canada, especially as the NAFTA agreement is still in in limbo or or is dicey. And, 
damaging that relationship, uh, you know, India has a great deal of pride. They are, they are an important, large Commonwealth country. And our Prime Minister has just dissed them like nobody's business. So where does this go for now? Because, you know, I don't think he's coming back to uh, quiet times here in Canada. We had the Aga Khan. We had Joshua Boyle. We now have this case. Is there going to be or should there be called an investigation into how this happened? Well, I'm I'm really not sure beyond bringing in, uh, you know, the RCMP and and having a formal investigation by the Solicitor General or, or somebody of that nature, perhaps a parliamentary inquiry. But at the end of the day, the Liberals have the majority. They can shut all that down. Uh, or they can drag it out well into the summer and deep into the summer when nobody cares anymore. Mm -hmm. And we've all forgotten about the Bollywood, uh, you know, dress-up week. And and the the punishment will be, you know, towards the election when these these pictures are resurfacing, these gaffes are resurfacing, and people are saying, just not ready. Yeah, never was. And not to mention, I don't think I can ever, ever forget. I'm traumatized by the pictures that have come out this week. So I'm not going to forget them anytime soon. Well, I often wondered what happened to Mr. Dressup's tickle trunk. And now I know. There you go. It's off into India. Lee, thanks so much. All right. You have a great night. You too. That is Lee Humphrey. He's president of James International Security Consulting. And uh, I think he nailed it with one of his tweets last night when he said, uh, it is clear that this government will bypass security uh, and blow off advice from the upper echelons of security in order to, you know, get what they want politically or photo ops.